Flying Casual is brought to you by Patreon supporters Jory Webb, Nate Edison, and Wes Anderson. May the force be with you. You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Flying Casual coming in hot. Episode 18. There is no significance to that, but it just feels right. 18 weeks. 18 weeks on the air. Haven't been taken down yet. Yet. Um, Not that we have any reason to, but... We already said earlier this was going to be a G-rated podcast. Oh, yeah, for the explicit nature of it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah, the impressions, the explicit comments. I mean, it's getting a little risque here on the podcast, especially from Luke's side. Silent. <laughs> he's like, I can't make he's any more jokes himself. anymore. I mean, I know he's not silent. I'm under a gag order. Under- <laughs> I thought I had him muted on the soundboard again for two weeks in a row. Would have been especially embarrassing. Um, folks, welcome to Flying Casual. This is week 18 on the podcast. Um, still ride that high from the Mandalorian and the Rise of Skywalker. Um, I don't know about you, Luke. I got to ask again. Have you made any time to watch The Rise of Skywalker? For a second time, let me full disclosure. <laughs> it will be a shock to all that I still have not seen still it. The same time. Seen what it. do you know? That's okay, man. That's okay. Um, I will say I'm going Tuesday night with my buddy Tom. If you're gonna, fr- if you free some time up, maybe a six o'clock showing. Uh, movies on me if you're available. Is that, All right, I'll get back to you. <laughs> is that for like everybody listening? They can go to the yeah, movie. Yeah, come you? on down to Ohio, the Marcus Theater. I'll take y'all. Yeah, it'll be the not? day after this airs. I mean, I checked the seats; they're all open. So <laughs> can I, we you can imagine fit a whole theater? A flying casual family showing. Wow, that would be epic. How many people would show up though? At least three. <laughs> <laughs> At least three. Yeah, because I don't know if we have any local folks that you know actively participate. Or, you know, but I mean, I'm sure we have Ohio listeners, but who would show up? Let us know. Pull out a call to action. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Um, That would be fun. Um, Also a little intimidating, but Mm -mm. not at all, right? We're super welcoming and people like us enough to listen. Well, yeah, I don't mean like, you know, we are not intimidating to people. My God, if we are, there's a problem. But I mean, I would be intimidated to be around No, people. they like us. Oh, yeah, but what if they don't? What if they meet <laughs> us and they're like, all Jesus, the, who it's are actually these just, All the haters are coming well, out maybe, to maybe, to throw pies us. in our faces. Scream Is that us. a bad thing anymore? Does anybody do that? <laughs> Wait, there's, there's that game, right? Pie in face. Yeah, sure. Is pie Is in the face? Was pie that, and was that like a <laughs> pie and the face. prices right game? Or I don't know. <laughs> no, you like yo whipper snappers and their pies in the face. No, you put whipped yeah. cream on a spatula thing and then you put your face in the hole and That's you terrible. <laughs> you spin the jack in the box handle. Whoa, <laughs> what are you describing here? Is this a game? Crap, this is a wrong podcast. This is the wrong podcast for that. Flying now casual, there is a such a thing. Podcast. Well, you may have been thinking of antiquing. Have you ever been Luke? Have you ever been antiqued before? I am afraid to find out. It's messy. <laughs> um, it's not what you think it is, but it does involve uh, a Please lot of flour. Elaborate. A lot of flour. It's just if someone's sleeping, you just you know you kind of you wake them up and you just 
throw some flour in their face. What does that do? <laughs> I did, they get antiqued. I don't know. Something we did antiquing? in high school when people were coming and hanging out. Something about burning things. Is it supposed to be like they're dusty? Is that why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's something like that. But uh, yeah. You know, normally strange. when people are sleeping and you want to prank them, you just like put their hand in hot water. What? That seems like the most <laughs> passive prank ever. It's supposed to make them pee their pants. Oh. Well, that's terrible. <laughs> it's not worse than the throwing. The villain of the podcast has revealed herself. Are you going to wake up to a pound of flour dumped on you? Or yeah, no, to that's, having that's, you that's, your pants? Well, they're both messy equally, I think, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I've never had to get flour of carpet, so I have no idea. That could probably be pretty problematic. Um, who knows? I, I don't even know how I got down this tangent. but So still riding the high of The Rise of Skywalker <laughs> and The Mandalorian. Um, and I will be seeing it for my third time this Tuesday, hopefully, um, if all works out. And maybe Luke will, too. And, and maybe Holly will, too, if she's interested. Or are you Star Wars out now? I will be at home watching oh. The Clone Wars. Okay, perfect. Because, full disclosure, there was a moment the other night while watching The Clone Wars. I said, how about another one? And you said... I don't know. I'm kind of getting burnt out. And I was like, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. I wish I had the air horn now at this point. Because, yeah, that's what you said. I didn't say. I had to tell the listeners. I didn't say that. And before I get a bunch of hate, yep. those were not my words. She's a shill. She's a poser. Whatever people are saying. I actually came on this podcast to get famous. Oh, me not too. Not because I care Yeah, that's about Star the only Wars. reason I do this. I Duh. actually know nothing about Star Duh, Wars. Oh, God. <laughs> don't. Wait, we're not famous? Oh, shoot. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm just going to shut it down then. Close it. Um, but so uh, there isn't a whole lot going on right now um, in the Star Wars world. I mean, uh, the Rise of Skywalker is still set to probably make, you know, over a billion dollars here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Mandalorian isn't coming out, you know, for another 10 months, second season. Um, but we do have some, you know, some some comics coming out and stuff, and and we did get a chance to read the uh, the latest in the main Star Wars line, um, which is taking place between Episode Five and Episode Six, and I'll say off the bat, pretty interesting, pretty yeah. interesting stuff. Um, so we're gonna get to that here in a second, and you know, I do have some more thoughts about the Rise of Skywalker that I want to get out mm -hmm. um, and see what you guys think. Uh, yeah, Holly has a hand raised. Can in the I say studio. something? Because yeah. you don't have to raise your hand. You know that you can just well, interject. Okay. I'm interjecting. Okay. Okay. I just have to say something because I wanted to start this yeah, podcast off with a little positivity. Not that we're not positive. Was it not positive? No, it is positive. Okay. But you were bringing up the Rise of Skywalker again. Yes. It made me yep. think about something that happened today because I know on previous podcasts, we've been having a lot of discussions about like the toxicity of yes. the Star Wars fandom and how there's been a bunch of stuff going on with the fans and the yeah. cast and other yeah. members who have been involved. Oh, you mean John Boyega? Well, also that, which yeah. uh, we don't have yeah. to talk about that. Okay. But, but yeah, so I think that we've seen a lot of negativity coming from everywhere regarding Star Wars. But today I was wearing my Her Universe Star Wars sweatshirt. Come on. One of the new ones that Ashley Eckstein released. And I was at Home Goods. Yeah. And this Classic. woman. Classic Holly move. <laughs> This woman and her two daughters came up to me and she said, excuse me, I had a vest on. She's also classic, classic me. Holly. Yeah. <laughs> she said, excuse me, is that a She's Star like, Wars? excuse me, are you from Maine? And you're like, yeah, I am. Yeah. What, what gave it away? Yeah. My, my moose antlers Your or like <laughs> my or pet my, lobster? Or the vest when it's 20 degrees uh, yeah. out. Well, maybe. Okay. Actually, it was probably like the Birkenstocks and the tie-dye shirt. Probably. Sure. Wow. But, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and she was like, is that a Star Wars 
shirt. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it is. And she like had her two daughters with her and they were younger. And she was like, yeah, uh, are you a big Star Wars fan? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I like said, it. Nah. Star Wars. That would have been funny. I was like, wait, I, am I? Oh, no, I'm not a nerd. That would We got to play with people next time. Oh, yeah, and pretend we don't actually know what Star Wars exactly. is. Uh, I got this at a thrift <laughs> store. Yeah. And this happens all the time because we went bowling and the people next to us were like, yeah. I guess we were Star Wars stuff a lot. I don't know why. Yeah. But this is going somewhere, I promise. Yes. Okay, so then this woman and her two daughters, she was like, oh, did you see the new movie? And I was like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not twice. And you didn't know what her, she, how she was going to approach it, right? But then she started talking about how much she loved it loved and it. how entertaining it was and how she grew up with Star Wars and yeah. her kids grew up with the prequels and that's mm -hmm. what they got them into Star Wars yeah. and how she liked the Rise of Skywalker because she had taken her daughters to see The Last Jedi and she said that they were terrified. Yeah, it was a, a dark. scary, dark movie. Yeah. And she said that her family really liked The Rise of Skywalker. She felt like... It answered all of her questions. She felt like she got closure for the Star Wars movies. Yeah. And she said it was really fun for her whole family to go together and watch yeah. it as a family. And I thought that was really cool. The stranger yeah. coming up in a store just talking about Star Wars and how it, yeah. what it means to her family and how much she liked it. And that's, it is, it's fascinating because we don't have those interactions a lot. It's, I mean, you and I, and even Luke. Luke's not taking his kids to see Star Wars right now. I mean, he's just kind of introducing them to some of the cartoons and, and some of the droids and stuff. So a lot of us aren't having the interactions of, hey, I took my kids to see it, and you know what? The Last Jedi was a little dark for them. And I, I can see that. That's not some. That's not a discussion point that you hear a lot of people making. You just hear a ton of, like, really, you know, upset, you know, fans saying, like, oh, it's, you know, it's whatever. It's as jw or whatever the hell they're saying about stuff but you don't hear them say hey it's a little dark for kids and i can see parts of that especially with snoke and and some of that kind of darker yeah. scenes but yeah. so i don't know anyway i thought that was a really cool perspective yeah. to have because i think that when we get so like into analyzing mm -hmm. star wars and what it means and what it means for yeah like the star wars going forward and like what it means for any new comics that would come out or things that have happened in the past we kind yeah. of I think sometimes can tend to overanalyze it mm -hmm. and we kind of lose sight of what it actually is when yeah. in reality it's just meant to be a movie to yeah. be enjoyed with your friends and your family and by yourself. Yeah. So it, I thought that was like a really cool thing to happen. Absolutely. Especially this last one. I mean, it was, yeah. yeah, a lot of, a lot of fun, a lot of action, you know, it didn't go too deep with messages and, and, and uh, yeah, no, I totally get that. And, and she very clearly wasn't like a deep and sweaty fan. She's like, Hey, I've seen them all. I'm a fan, um, you know, couldn't tell you what the Darksaber is, but, you she know. She did, however, say, yeah. but that Jar Jar Banks, I hated She him. could not stand Jar Jar, <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. It's not for everyone. Uh, it That's was really That's why I had cool, to interject. Though. It's not for kids. It's for kids. It's It wasn't meant for adults, but uh, no, that and that's. you're going to see more of those interactions. You're going to see more people talking about it, and, it, you know, it ended on a, a po nice, positive, fun note, um, and some people like that. Some people didn't, but most casual fans tended to enjoy it, which is great. Um, so that was an awesome interaction, Holly. Yeah, I thought so. You need to share more of those. Um, other things going on. Uh, more ha let's talk about some housekeeping stuff, right? So the, the something really awesome happened recently um, on the Patreon page. Um, we now have Wes, Nate, and Jory supporting the podcast on Patreon. Yes, can we get a round I of applause? I could not thank them enough for that. That is epic. 
and I want to keep it coming. I want. I, what's great is that two of them are eligible for. Wait, no, all of them all are eligible them. for the trivia, trivia trials. trials. I cannot wait. Um, we're going to get our bearings straight and get a little in-house production of the trivia trials. And I'm going to reach out to those guys and say, who's down? You're all eligible. Who's game? Um, so I'm really excited for that. We're going to figure all that out, but expect that here in the weeks to come. Mm. Um, so super excited. Yeah. Did I tell you guys that I wrote a trivia question the other night? You have been writing trivia questions. <laughs> oh, it's just like, that's a great trivia question. Let me write it down. Some of them are really deep and sweaty though. Are they? Some of them, yeah. I don't think that anything coming from me regarding Star Wars could be considered, like, deep and sweaty. I don't know. You don't, you don't put enough faith in yourself. Well, thank you. You're welcome. You're you welcome. guys will see. Well, Luke can't know any of them because it's probably going to be a question well, that he's going to be asked. Here's the thing. He's the Alex Damon of flying casual. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> the, like, there isn't a question that he wouldn't get. So, I mean, you could... You can tell him right now, and it, it ain't going to matter because he's going to get it. Luke may miss one question like he did in his last appearance. I don't think so. Appearance. I think that he's going to nail him. Phrasing. Phrasing. Yeah. I mean, there aren't going to be as many softballs, so we're going to see. But uh, So expect the trivia trials to make a comeback here. It's going to be really exciting. But I just wanted to you know, give those guys a shout-out because it's overwhelming, just that kind of support going, you know, you know, spending your hard-earned money on you know on something like flying casual and just saying hey i appreciate what you do that's awesome um at like I, I i don't even have words for it it just blows my mind um but thank you guys so much you're going to be hearing from me again soon we're gonna get all all the scheduling stuff worked out um and a couple of them uh, jory and nate are eligible for our monthly um jedi night podcast so mm -hmm. that's going to be fun having those guys actually on the podcast a nice big think tank a little yeah. flying casual think tank to talk about whatever they want to talk about mm -hmm. um it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be so much fun um so the patreon hey it's it's out there and and go check that out and, and join those guys and, and find the tier that works for you and if you know if there isn't one then that's totally fine keep listening and keep contributing to uh whatever you know the community the group whatever whatever it is that you can do um also holly a, an announcement from you from me uh, an announcement. The, 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 the book reader. No, I'm a book reader, but you are a book reader. Mm, yes. Shredding books left and right. But not actually. Yes, you are. And, and so it frustrated me for I don't know how many months now. I was like, I have all these books, a lot of which I've read. Why aren't you reading them? You love Star Wars. Mm -hmm. You love books. Yeah. Why not Star Wars books? Yeah. So then I decided... Why not a book club? Why not a book club? Why not put it on Patreon, right? Um, yeah. Are we just it. flailing our hands here? And Luke's like, what the hell's going on over there? We're just, no. I mean, this is what Michael likes to refer to as aggressive negotiations. Well, that's a lot of hand, hand flailing. flailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like we're upset. And that we're talking about something super important, which we are. Which we are. Books are important. Books are important. So yeah. anyway... Do you want to say what the name of it's going to be? Well, it's your pot. It's your project, uh, you know. So, what, 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 what can we expect? What's the title of it? What's the first book? Uh, yeah. So it's just going to be every month. I'm going to announce what book we're going to be reading, mm. and it's going to be really fun. And then, once the book is done, at the end of the month, I'm going to do some sort of roundtable discussion that's yeah. going to be recorded, and then it's going to be posted on Patreon. Yeah. Just about the general thoughts of the book, how it fits in with what we see in the movies, how it fits in with your expectations, what yeah. you wanted, what you liked, what you didn't like, what I liked, what I didn't like. Yeah. But I think it's going to be really cool. 
And so this month of January, which I'll post this on Instagram and Facebook too, so everyone knows. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be starting with Phasma. Mm, that's a so. that's one that surprised me. I'm excited to hear what you and the company have to say about the it. The company, yes. Luke, yeah. have you read Phasma? No, that's perfect because that's one of the ones I've been needing to get See? to. Let's go. It was strategic. It was it was to get Luke involved as well. Which one hasn't he read of the new canon? We're gonna have to go back a little bit. But uh, a surprising book. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. I went in with very low expectations, and I was pleasantly surprised. Good. <laughs> Luke, I mean, there we. Luke have it. So sounds like he's got Claude over there on the <laughs> other end. Luke. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that was a dog terrible. version of Claude. Oh, I think Claude approves of the choice of Phasma, Holly. So, I mean, do you want to reveal the title? Do you want to reveal the title? I, I, I would gladly. I mean, I can do it for you. I guess if you forget the title, that's fine too. Maybe it's the maybe it's the Margarita. Uh, no, be. actually, we came up with the title. Michael came up with the title well, last I, night I, at like eleven thirty. I, I don't want to take all the credit here, but okay. Um, it, it, Holly's hyperspace happy hour there it is now don't get it confused with 4-h okay it's only three holly's oh hyperspace happy it's actually four power um <laughs> silent h there but mm -hmm. so no 4-h right but do not be confused this is not for animals this <laughs> Well, I mean, we got a couple of scoundrels here. You can consider them animals, <laughs> but uh, so, I mean, this is this is gonna be far from. I mean, there may it's on Patreon. There may be a little cursing. There may be some drinking. You know, there's typically. I mean, we all have a beverage right now. I but mean, happy hour is literally in the name. It's in the name. I expect yeah. some good book and wine pairings. Some yes, a nice black box. I'm talking a black box and episode. This isn't even, you know, a glass of the black and box. And you mean the whole black box. box wine, not black box figures. Cards Against Humanity. Oh. Or, or, yeah, or black series oh, figures. Right, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's close enough. You're not a collector of them. I don't expect I'm you not. to know what they are. I did buy one. You did. That yeah, that was a great gift, by the way. Yeah, mm -hmm. but that was the one for me, right? You're not talking about you have a hidden stash somewhere. <laughs> my, my stash that you'll never oh find. My, well, I will ransack it and take everything I don't have. So, <laughs> um, so that's really exciting. But like I said, you know, there's going to be some good times on there. So, uh, and if you yeah. want to join the happy hour, I mean, for two bucks a month, Holly, you can. I mean, that's you can yeah. participate. You know, get in there. I would love to do a live discussion either on Discord or you know something like that, to mm -hmm. where people can participate or you know do the the YouTube live thing mm -hmm. um, and give people you know the, the 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 code to get into that so they can actually participate and get their thoughts. We could out. do that. Yeah, we could see. Um, we can leave it up to the patrons too. Yeah, absolutely. How they want to do it because we're for sure doing it. So yeah. if they want to be involved and active in that discussion when we have that book club then absolutely absolutely um and i know that some people aren't able to donate to the patreon so yeah. i don't want that to discourage people from reading the books yeah definitely um so we're gonna record the conversations discussions that we have regarding the books in the book club with the group doing it mm -hmm. but i don't want to discourage people from also reading the books at the same time that we are absolutely. and maybe even talking about it in the group i don't see yeah. why i mean by all means, that's what their group is for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I definitely want to make it a point. The discussion is going to be a Patreon exclusive, but that doesn't mean that you're not invited to read the book with us and also have other conversations about the book. Absolutely. Yeah, it, I mean, it may, it may turn into it. We release the actual episode itself as an episode of Flying Casual, yeah. but the participation itself 
in that will be left to, yeah, no, I think that's probably, that might be the way it goes. We got still figuring it out though, but Holly's just like, I want to do it. This is what I'm doing. I said, I have a whole library, so go with it and just let me engineer the thing. I love, I, I don't, hosting isn't my thing. I just don't think I'm good at hosting. I love engineering. As many Sith plots as I run against, I love mm -hmm. putting things together. Just let me switch cameras. Like just Mr. let me do, can it. I do something like that? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, that's where it's at. I, I cannot wait. That's going to be so exciting. Um, and you, I make, can I put my thoughts in there as well? Since I've read a lot of these, you think I can? No, I can't guess participate. So. We'll see. depends on how handy we'll, I am. Right? We'll let him participate. Yeah. As long as I can switch the cameras and we're that's good right. to go. Um, so uh, anything else that I'm forgetting housekeeping wise? Luke, do you have anything? Luke, any, 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 any updates from the elder one? Not to be confused with the elder wand. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, I'm uh, I'm taking it all in. So it all sounds great. Super excited. Ooh. I've been uh, mostly a spectator so far because I was <laughs> deeply engaged. Uh, yeah, petting my cat in her preferred oh. manner so that she wouldn't become a contributor to the podcast. But she's uh, she's scurried off now. Oh, so no, I wanted to get. Uh, a I have shot no other obligations. Uh, Luke has a beautiful black cat. Luke, what's the cat's name? Uh, Moose. Moose. Oh my Moose. gosh. I love it's it. Adorable. I love it. She's a beautiful black cat. I love cats. Love kitties. Almost want one, but we'll see. We'll see. One day may have a, I don't know. I want to call one Kylo. I mean, like. I just kind of do. A black one named Kylo. I kind of want to do it. And then when he's good, said, he can be Ben. When he's bad, he can be Kylo. Oh, my gosh. You did say yeah. in front of multiple people on New Year's Eve mm -hmm. that you were getting a cat. Oh, yeah, I said I was, I was going to the shelter the next day, but I didn't. Mm, yes, and my friend texted me and said, do you have a cat yet? Nope. Nope. Negative. Mm. No cat. Um, babe, Kylo. maybe one day, one day, one day. Um, guys, well, let's let's if we can sink our teeth into the, the comic um, issue number one of the new Star Wars line. So when Star Wars originally told us that they were going to stop with their main line, they were kind of just. JK. It was really just, you know, um, between episodes four and five, that's where that issue lied. And now we're going from five to six. Um, so a lot of fascinating potential here. Luke loses his hand. Where does that put him mentally? He just learned that Vader's his father. Where does that put him mentally? How does Vader respond to this interaction? Did he think it was going to go a different way? How is he going to, you know, think about the Emperor now? Are we going to see some betrayal? Um, maybe some actions that he's taking, you know, without the, the Emperor knowing. There, there was some of that stuff in Legends. And there's there's elements of it in the Vader comic line, the most recent one, um, right after Episode 3. Um, but it'll be really fascinating later down this run to see where Vader's head is. Because he, I mean, he turns on the Emperor pretty quick there. Um, so we'll see if those thoughts have been, you know betting themselves for a while but uh, uh luke i want to go to you because holly and i just can't shut up what's wrong with us? i don't know it's i don't know what it is we haven't got to talk to anybody today i don't know <laughs> what it, we're like hey luke human being like let's talk um but what, what did you think man did this did, did you go in having a bunch of expectations this was going to fill in a lot of i mean this is only issue one but did you think it was going to are we going to see any big issue, like any big issues that the, our heroes are addressing or, or what were you expecting going into this? There seems to be a, a lot of potential based off this first issue and just thinking about the space in between empire and, Re and return of the Jedi. And I think we're going to go on a pretty solid journey with Luke through this uh, line in that 
he's starting off. I mean, the comics have done a good job of kind of showing Luke in, in real moments of struggle and doubt. I know in the, in the first line between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, there was a good amount of that, like when he first ran up against Vader uh, and how powerful Vader was. Um, and now, you know, he's shown right after he gets his hand cut off and the reveal that Vader's his father in Bespin. Mm-hmm. And that's rocked his world. I love that it talks about, and this is something we talked about last episode, talking about Rise of Skywalker. The comic book has Luke ta- thinking about how Ben and Yoda lied to him or, or withheld the truth about his father yeah. and like how much that hurts him. And that's something we talked about in our Rise of Skywalker discussion about why he would end up doing the same thing to, to Ray about knowing who she is. Uh, so there's really a, a really great path that could be taken showing Luke going from this person who's had this huge defeat, lost his hand, lost his lightsaber to this confident, you know, Jedi that we see walk up to Jabba's palace and, you know, rescue Han. So I think that's what the main sort of arc is really going to be all about. Uh, and I think that is really fascinating. And one little side note, it kept showing over and over again. Uh, there were several panes or frames mm-hmm. of the comic showing his hand being severed. Yeah. And, and the, the hand and the lightsaber falling away. Yeah. And there's all these, there's all these rumors I've heard that there was an initial cut of The Force Awakens that also included those images. Yep. And so I wonder too if, if this series might delve into how Maz. Uh, ends up with the lightsaber and sort of the lightsaber's journey yeah, a little bit because, you know, there's that line in Force Awakens, you know, Han says to her, you know, how did you get the lightsaber? And she says, oh, that's a story for another time. And since, what, 2015, we've all been wondering when that time would be that we would get that story. So uh, Absolutely. that'd be a cool little thing if they throw that in there. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I, I actually hadn't even thought about that, that that was – supposedly an original uh, i don't know what jj was gonna do with it mm-hmm. um i mean it kind of seems like it had nothing to do with Palpatine, but i don't know yeah some bigger storyline there maybe it was just them showing the journey of the hand down the the tube or whatever and and someone finds it and then we kind of play back how moss found it but yeah maybe yeah. we will finally learn that because they say then they have that one um frame panel i don't know what it's called in a comic where he makes it a point to say i don't have my lightsaber yeah like i don't know i noticed that too and i thought that when i read like after we saw three frames of him like replaying that that cut in his mind and then he makes it a point to be like man i don't have my lightsaber anymore i was like i mean are we going to learn yeah because that's something that wasn't answered in the rise of skywalker oh yeah and i imagine i mean he's He's learned some stuff about the force, and was it his right hand? I don't even remember what hand it was. was mm-hmm. right, so it's like, yeah, that's his predominant lightsaber hand. He's probably thinking, well, how am I going to be some epic warrior now? <laughs> like I don't even have a hand. Um, yeah. But maybe he's not aware that there's technology that can address that. I don't know, but uh, it, I mean, who knows? He he doesn't understand the force a lot, but. Uh, Maybe he thought it was there was going to be bigger implications for losing that hand and his, you know, supposed journey to becoming a Jedi. But yeah, no, they, they were definitely making a point. Hey, don't forget Luke lost, lost his hand. <laughs> it's bothering him a lot. Um, so yeah, that was that was fascinating. Holly, what about you? What I mean, what stuck out to you in this issue? We can go through a little more of it, but what really stuck out to you? Um, 
for me, I did notice uh, what Luke was saying about how they kept showing that cut over and over again. But also, I think maybe this is just me not knowing all, not having all of this information. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about Poe's family, and I yeah. realize now that I guess there was a comic line that kind of mm -hmm. discussed this. That was unaware, or I was unaware of that yeah. until I just read this comic tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. I was like really interested to learn that like his parents were both in the there with rebellion Leia and with Leia and, yeah. and they have connections and ties to both Luke and Leia separately. And then later Poe finds his way into that too. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought all of that was kind of fascinating too. And I didn't realize that there were other comics about yeah. that, but I'll have to look into those. I mean, you see now you see why she expects so much of him. Like he had really, you know, epic parents who were, you know, great warriors and, 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 and leaders. Yeah. And, and so she expects a lot of them and, and there's more history there that I'm not even totally familiar with either. Um, that's, uh, we probably will have to get into the Poe Dameron line. I don't even know if I haven't read an issue of it, so I don't know if it, it you know, goes back to any of that or not, but, um, Shattered Empire touched on it a little bit there towards the end with his parents and when the force tree and uh, they planted it near their home and all that. So people are like, it's Poe force sensor. There's a whole thing there. Um, but yeah, seeing his parents there, I thought was, was really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, something else that I asked, and I think I asked you this when I read the comic, I don't know, Luke, if you have anything that you noticed about this or to say or add to this, but the, um, there was that one ship that was going out of range from the empire when they were, you know, they kind of ambushed all the resistance yeah. flyers and he was about to jump into hyperspace and get away. And then the one who was at the general or mm -hmm. she was like, like move out of my way. I'll take him down. And they all were like, you can't yeah. do that. And then the guy was like, no, something remarkable is about to happen. Just stand back and watch it yeah. happen. And she used one shot and she got this one ship. And I asked yeah. Michael, I was like, so does she, does she have like the force and like she guided this? Cause they were like, yeah. or is she just really good at what she does? I mean, they made it a point. Yeah. She said, put this weapon on manual override. I'm going to take it out in one shot. Yeah. And like you're nuts. Like that, put it on the, the automatic, whatever. It's much more accurate. And it, it's almost like she has something to prove. I mean, she knows, she knows that someone brought down the death star with one shot and Vader's seeking that person out and mm. she wants to really stand out it seems but yeah how do you do that when computers are doing it almost for everyone could she be force sensitive that would be crazy i mean luke do we think some you know commander in the 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 empire there has any any force abilities it's totally possible right yeah it's a great call out of that moment i had the same thought about what that means and it definitely anyone who's watch Star Wars knows what that what thoughts that could conjure in somebody's mind yeah. because yeah like you said take n not using automatic targeting is like original Star Wars you know yeah. connection yeah. to the force so it's an easy connection to make and I think the authors knew that so it's either a misdirection uh and letting us think for a while maybe this is a force sensitive uh, Imperial officer for a few issues before it kind of goes a different route. Yeah. Or there is something there, you know, with that. And, uh, yeah, maybe she has a little bit of force abilities and, uh, it, it also showed her interaction with, with Vader and he, he mentioned her prior failures, prior failures. Yeah. So you, I wonder 
maybe if she was this maybe force sensitive, um, uh, you know, entity that Vader was trying to cultivate sort of like, um, Count Dooku with Asajj Ventress in the way that like Asajj yeah. wasn't like really his apprentice, but this like tool who was force sensitive he could use yeah. and send around. And, and maybe Vader was, was using, um, this uh, Sara or Shara. What, I can't Zara, remember I think it's yeah. how you're yeah. thinking it was yeah. pronounced. He was using her in that way. And that's what some of these prior failures are about. And now he's like, okay, this isn't going to work out using it in this way, but you could probably make a good, uh, commander on a Star Destroyer. So go do that instead, you know? Mm. Yeah. I, I was shocked that he didn't force choke her out. I'll yeah. be honest. Like, I was like, she's like, I have to go update someone. I'm like, she's dead. <laughs> but he, he doesn't. He just says you either, he, he, he uses the reverse Yoda. You, you either, he says you, you succeed or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not, not he did not to reverse, but you, it says was very you do or not try. Yeah, they're definitely you know harking back on that, but somewhat lenient with her. Like, don't fail me again, this and that. But it's like you've choked out commanders for less, and this is you're talking about the rebellion. Like you had a chance to wipe them out here. Um, so it's 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 also really in that moment you don't realize how small the rebellion was in that moment. Um, a lot of them were destroyed in that out of an ambush or whatever. Um, but it, it brought me back to the, the resistance and, and they're, you know, they're on the Falcon as well. And Lando makes a point to say in this one, Hey, this is, we're pretty much all that's left here. I was like, wow. They really weren't a lot of them left. Um, but yeah, that, that, that force sensitive commander that, that could, who knows? I mean, we really don't see a lot of force sensitive people are the people on the empire side. Um, other than, you know, Vader and the Emperor. And I would think that maybe they would, the Emperor especially, would want to kind of squash that. But he's got Inquisitors out there and all this stuff seeking out Jedi. So who knows? Who knows? Um, but like Luke said, maybe she's done something in the past and showed her hand. She's Force-sensitive. And is she a tool for Vader now? Who knows? Or an assassin or whatever. Um, one thing that I was thought I thought was really fascinating, we don't have to rehash the whole thing, but... but you guys mentioned Luke's kind of reactions with his hand. I, I was surprised that there was there. I mean, there was some anger there, obviously, but it was like, I'm not going to become a Jedi, this and that. It wasn't Ben. You lied to me like Yoda. You lied to me like there wasn't a whole lot of that. And maybe they just don't want to touch too much on that because, um, you know, he kind of confronts them later um, in the movies. But he he's so upset he's like i'm not gonna maybe i'm not gonna become a jedi i only remember who he's talking to in the moment r2 i think yeah he's, yeah he's like I, I guess i'm not gonna become a jedi but the darkness that he started i mean the kid's going down the dark side like and that's what i think yeah. this comic's gonna do a good job of because we're led to believe that there's the potential that he goes down the dark side but it doesn't really you don't really get a lot of that in the movies he recognizes it in this comic too he does he does luke you're gonna say um, yeah so irony about that scene uh you're right that he is talking to r2 there and uh sort of a joke of you know star wars fans is that r2 sort of knows everything he's been there yeah from the beginning and he's never had his memory wiped there's that very specific yeah. line and sit that 3po's memory is wiped yep but there's no such such mention of R2. So Luke is there venting that Ben and Yoda, you know, didn't tell him the truth where 
and he's venting to R2. Yeah. Uh, he's in R2's presence. It, and R2 also knows he does. who Anakin is, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Or who Vader is, you know, so it's like this. Uh, I don't know if they did that on purpose. That's kind of like a couple layers deep. Yeah. To think about it that way. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe the authors of the, the comic were thinking that same thing. Like, look, here he is venting to R2. A lot of people I've heard say, like, well, why didn't he tell Luke all along anyways? But you could also stretch it to say, like, does R2 know who Vader is? Yeah. He, he goes, I'm trying to think, like, Avengers, end of Revenge of the Sith. He's with Padme and, like, Obi-Wan yeah. and Yoda, I think. Uh, so maybe he doesn't quite know. Well, all the truth about Vader. Remember, remember when they're at Padme's and, and Revenge of the Sith, and he goes off and and he says he beeps something, and C three PO says, "Oh, he's under a lot of stress right now," or something like that. So he he recognizes there's something going on, but yeah, I don't think he's right. he doesn't right. see him get cut up. I mean, he they're on Mustafar. Is he in Padme's ship? I, I would assume. I think so. he is. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe he's not but, even yeah. fully aware. He just thinks Anakin died. Yeah, maybe he does think he's dead, and so he doesn't realize Vader. So I guess that line um, of thought, you know, we can't blame R2 for not, not telling Luke because, yeah, maybe he didn't know who Vader was, that Anakin became Vader and assumed he was dead. Yeah. You know, sort of like what Obi-Wan probably assumed he was going to die as, as how you walked away from him and Mustafar. Well, I, there's multiple times, though, in Star Wars where I'm just like, damn it, R2, just explain what's going on and we could de-escalate this situation. But he never does. So but maybe, like, yeah. poor R2 having I, to walk around with everybody's secrets. He does. And he's such You're a good right. confidant. Yeah. Like, he, 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 he doesn't spill people's secrets unless he thinks it's going to actually be helpful. I mean, he's just the opposite of C-3PO, right? They're a nice balance there. that he uh, C-3PO would tell everyone everything, and he does often. And that's intentional. It is. It is. <laughs> Having them yeah. balance each other out. Yep. No, absolutely. I absolutely. don't know. Luke, I really liked that a lot because I didn't even think about that when I was reading the comics. But now that you say it, I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, he's witnessing Luke, you know, destroying TIE fighters. But also, if we want to <laughs> get a little bit deeper oh, than like crazy. R2, uh, hey. than like R2 being like just a droid. Yes. I don't know. Like maybe it's just a part of Luke's test that he has to go through r2 knows that he can't come and get in the middle of that and change things he just has to take a step back and let happen yeah and i mean honestly how much can he intervene he's a droid and you know what we heard never underestimate a droid they always do though unfortunately even as much as r2 has saved the day he's still dismissed at times just like not as much as c3po um but i I don't know. I think it's great. There were shades of Anakin there in that moment. Um, why didn't you tell me? And he's look. I mean, it just. I don't know. It, it was. I thought it was. This is going to do a really good job of showing some of these darker tendencies and Luke having to overcome them to get to a point where, when you know Obi Wan and Yoda say you got to destroy him, and he says, "I can't do that. He's my father." There's going to be some processing here, and and. He's every time he thinks something, his father and his image and saying it's your destiny. 
like pop up you know when he's, he's about to do something he goes down and he gets on the blaster and he's trying to work it and he gets flashbacks again mm. um but that anger in that in that moment thinking about yoda and ben lying to him causes him to go down the dark path it's almost a ray moment with her force lightning and the rise of skywalker yeah. right that he uses his mind something to to move dozens of tie fighters he moves them all to hit each other or something he throws them off or whatever and we don't see anything like that from him we saw him on hoth yeah he picked up the lightsaber nothing like that though um so i th this th these comics are awesome and that they can kind of expand upon that potential yeah but you know what i think there's a few different things that make the way that luke handles his anger very different from the way that we see anakin handle his because yeah. Anakin immediately turns around and blames everybody else. Well. And then he uses, he lashes out at the people who are closest to him when he's angry. In that moment in this comic, Luke very easily could have lashed out at Lando. He could have lashed out at Leia or Chewie, and he didn't. He didn't. He got upset with himself first, and then he lashed out at, or I guess took it out on the task that he was doing, which happened to be... yeah getting rid of these TIE fighters. But you got to remember though, and, and I think they're going to, I think they're going to show this more He Now with the information that Vader is his father, he sees what he could become. And the whole dark cave moment is going to replay in his mind to remind himself, that's what that moment meant. That's what I could become. And with that information, he now knows that's a real possibility. So Anakin didn't have that. That's true. You know, Anakin just knows pain. He just knows suffering. He doesn't necessarily see what he could become. Now he does, Luke, right? In the Clone Wars, we won't spoil too much for Holly. He sees what he can become. But then again, yet there's another mind wiped. So Holly will tease you with that. Yeah, the future was shown to Anakin and others, but they didn't get out. Yeah, another... Yeah, that's a great, great reference there, Holly. You'll you'll enjoy that when you get to it. I'm um, the one of the other things that really struck me as I was reading it is this weird connection. Uh, I don't always want to be the guy who's bringing up the Last Jedi every time, but I'm going to do it again. I do love it. it. Uh, I was left thinking about the Last Jedi and kind of the fan reaction to Luke because I think that's the biggest, yeah, the biggest controversy of that in the fan um, fandom is whether or not you like you know what Luke was and, mm -hmm. and the, the character arc that he underwent in that movie. And to me, this comic had like something for the people who wanted to see this like all power. Yeah. Powerful to finish and doing all these wild things. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, uh, had something for the people who liked that even he, even the great Luke Skywalker could be, uh, you know, troubled and lose some faith yeah. and think that the galaxy didn't need him and the best thing for him to do was to be away, be absent. Uh, there's that, you know, part we've alluded to where he sort of takes out the TIE fighters with his, with the force, that squadron of TIE fighters that's chasing them because he can't operate the, the gun very well because he's yeah. still missing a hand. And that's like a moment like, you know, that the, everyone who wants Luke to be, you know, an amazing Jedi doing crazy stuff in The Last Jedi, that's like that kind of moment. Mm 
but then at the same time at the end of the comic he's left wondering if he can even be a jedi if he's really even yeah made out for it you know because of the struggles he had he lost you know defeated by vader and chopped off lost his lightsaber the the biggest sort of physical um connection to being a jedi having the weapon of a jedi uh so for me that it struck me that it was like this has both the things that i think a lot of the last jedi detractors are missing in in luke yeah and also the things that the people who really enjoy the, the complexity of the last jedi and the sort of the emotional beats that the characters go through I think yeah, it's a really it, good it observation. It absolutely did. And, and Luke, you just kind of stirred my memory there. Uh, do you recall a certain scene, I think, for The Empire Strikes Back that was removed uh, from the film of uh, Luke Skywalker creating his green lightsaber? Is that something that they will give us back in this comic book? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm not really good at all, like the deleted scenes from the original trilogy. But yeah, I think I want to say there was stuff, yeah, for Return of the Jedi about that. And I don't know if it's on any of the Blu-rays or any of the DVD releases somewhere. If any of that footage was ever released, but yeah, and I, I've definitely heard it was at one point in the in the movie, and in the, some of those scenes were shot. I feel like yeah, that's Bobby. prime. Yeah, I I, just, I feel like that's like a huge arc that we that we need to see and him he i mean we come to episode six he walks into java's palace and says i'm a jedi knight okay well show us show us you creating your green lightsaber show us the moment where luke believes i am a jedi because he does he says it in yoda's uh in yoda's uh in his hut he says you're not a jedi yet um, so I, I would love to see that. I think, you know, they kind of took that from us. I'd love to see it come back and, and be put in, put on, put on paper. Mm -hmm. And I think part of what this first issue foreshadows for the journey that it's going to take with Luke is perhaps a, uh, severing in his mind between the lightsaber and what it means to be a Jedi. Cause I think yeah. when it's pretty to him in a new hope you know, this is the weapon of a jedi this is your father's he would have wanted you to have it yeah when the time was great um it is so much the symbol of what it means to be a jedi and sort of some of the comments he's making in this issue are to me saying like well i've lost the weapon of a jedi so how can i be a jedi now mm -hmm. uh, and i think when he walks into jabba's palace he has r2 stashed you know the lightsaber away if he would need it yeah but he walked fully confident that he could handle the situation largely without it yeah so it will be kind of yeah i need to create a lightsaber that is the weapon of a jedi i need that uh, for certain situations but i think a lot of it will be in this comic run of him sort of like saying that there's more to a jedi than running around with a lightsaber yeah no absolutely and he it's it's going to be cool maybe seeing him connect with yoda or not yoda man i mean maybe that would be crazy um <laughs> because Yoda's still alive at this point. Um, that actually would be crazy. That would be a lot of Rebels connections and Yoda presenting himself to Luke while still alive. That would be crazy. But he tried, He mentioned specifically, I tried to connect with Ben, and he did, I couldn't, he, or he didn't want to, or something like that. And I think that's when he said, like, he doesn't, I think he doesn't want me, or him and Yoda don't want me anymore. Um, 
but maybe we'll we'll see more of those moments and and him trying to connect with them and and why can't he or does he um, at all? But I don't know. I want to see him creating the green lightsaber. I think that'd be freaking awesome. Um, what what else about this this issue um, that where I, I, I there was a little bit of Vader, which was cool, and, and I think he said what was really fascinating. I mean, we know that he doesn't really pick up on Leia until mm-hmm. six, but he says. Destroy Organa, I don't care. You blow him to hell. But there's one person on there that is important. Um, and that's, you know, once again showing it. And it's, it still blows me away that he has no idea. He has no idea. Is that, you know, why is it so subdued? If, if Luke, you know, could be, you know, his, his force sense, you know, shown like a bright star in the force, you know, why doesn't Leia... Are, aren't, aren't they equals? I mean, we know Yoda wanted to train her. She was ready. She was the one. She was the chosen, or not the chosen one, or maybe they thought at the time. Who knows? But, like, right? Like, it's, it's I, it feels conflicting to me. Like, what is it about Leia that her her strength in the Force is so subdued? Luke, do you ever think about that? Yeah, a lot of this stuff around the birth of Luke and Leia, and you have to sort of... I don't know, uh, not be too technical about it, I think, yeah. because I don't think there's any indication explicitly in, like, Revenge of the Sith when Padme tells him, I'm pregnant, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's ever an acknowledgement that it's twins. So mm-hmm. it's almost like Anakin doesn't know there's more than one. So when he finds out Luke is his son, he doesn't immediately think, where's the... Where's the other one? Yeah. Where's the twin? But at the same time, you would think with his force abilities, he would maybe sense that there were twins in her, you know, in her uterus, like yeah, while she's pregnant. So some of this stuff, just to like, yeah, should try to get too technical about it in your head, you kind of probably drive yourself insane. That's true. Uh, uh, and so yeah, it's only really that I think we have to stick with. He didn't know Leia was who she, who she is. Mm-hmm until that moment when he kind of like probes it out of Luke's mind on the, on the Death Star in front of the Jedi and says, ah, sister. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of revealed to him there when Luke's vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, we have to I guess, just, you know, forget all the other things that make us think like, why, why wouldn't he have known, known anything about that before? It's weird. And, uh, and obviously, I mean, in episode six, they, I mean, they, in five, I don't think they had any idea what they were going to make Leia. She wasn't going to be, you know, Luke's sister so there there's not a lot of signs of it and yeah I guess I never even thought about like how could Anakin not have sensed two beings there was that just destiny and, and you don't want to like the force didn't want to reveal that to him in that moment I don't I don't know it's interesting like yeah. nitpicky stuff that I that goes through my mind all the time but I never even thought of that yeah just general with like Star Wars mythology you know to, to reference sort of another um, you know, big fantasy series I'm into. It's it's not like George was writing for decades yeah. back history yeah. for all this stuff. Like, uh, I mean, to some degree, he had a lot of story ideas and notes for a long time. But like, if you compare it to, you know, Tolkien's Middle Earth, Tolkien was in the trenches in World War One, like writing poetry about this fictional world and writing notes about this fictional world and developed like a, an entire mythology backstory 
millennia long history of this universe yeah. before he before his first book is published within it whereas george is like has all these notes wants to make a movie he gets the movie made and doesn't know if the movie will one be a success or if there will be multiple movies ever made in this universe and so he's making up a lot of it as he goes along and changes it and then yeah. we get like you know as nerdy as we do as as canon junkie as we are about it and then try to pick all the pieces together and there's obviously massive massive holes within certain parts of it yeah it's just like the fun of it you just have to take it as it is and then make it work in your head however it works yeah i want to take what luke just said and put it on a flyer and send it to every star wars fan who complains about all these little holes and well that doesn't make sense and this doesn't make sense like you're absolutely right well, I say I blame George. Don't write such a great story, and I won't care so much. Yeah, you know write what I'm mediocre saying? stuff from yeah, now on. God, jeez. Um, and now Holly, we we mentioned, you know, we get a little bit of Vader, and he, we, you know, he expresses the importance of the one individual being Luke. That what what do, what do you think we're gonna see from him, or what's what's gonna be Vader's thought process now? He just cut his son's hand off. He just left his son with like earth shattering information what's his process thought process now is he immediately thinking i've planted the seed now what yeah i think that his thought process is i've dropped this bomb on my child who didn't know this existed i think that he has a lot of power that he could use to further the agenda of the dark side yeah and so i am going to give him this information let him struggle with it a little bit, let him feel isolated from the people that he has been surrounded by and then have him come crawling back to me because I am his only, at that time, I think I am his only remaining family. Do you think he was thinking like Palpatine? I think that In The Rise of Skywalker? I mean... You'll come to me. Yeah. I'm I'm all you have. I mean, I think it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting to kind of think about that and how The Rise of Skywalker ended and and yeah. Is he thinking that, you know... I mean, he tells the Emperor. I think the only reason the Emperor even, you know, considers, you know, not destroying this individual is because Vader's just like, we can turn him. He's like, oh, yeah, we could. He could be a powerful ally. And it's just like, is Anakin foreseeing the future of father and son saving the galaxy? No? I don't think so. No? (laughs) Okay. We're going to find out. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. We're going to find out. We'll see. I don't think that's the case. Okay. Because I think, in my opinion, I think that Palpatine has always been one step ahead. Yeah. And so I think that Palpatine probably foresaw this happening, yeah. but already had a plan, like a contingency plan in place for Yeah. probably every scenario that possibly yeah. could have played out, actually. Because yeah. I think that he recognizes that some things are unpredictable, but... Yeah, it's that's a, and it's a thinking about it now that I mean they may be saving more Vader's thoughts and stuff for another Vader comic or some of these streaming shows that they're gonna do. There's potential for that. Um, definitely in the Obi One series, if they're gonna if they're gonna if they're gonna have Obi One, I mean I I don't know. Well, but also I don't know. If you think, like, kind of what you said back to how 
Vader was like, oh, but he will come back and he'll be a powerful asset. And yeah. Palpatine was just like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Could have been more like Palpatine being like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've foreseen this. We'll go ahead and we'll do it your way. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. Yeah, to get him there. Yeah, to let him to bring his son in and yeah no that's Who exactly do you trust? he did it with ray and 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 ben as well um spoiler alert but yeah i don't know this this we're getting into the re my favorite parts of star wars and with five and six that little, little space of time um i i don't know the potential is 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 great because luke Thinks he's a Jedi at this point. He's showing some mad skills there on the barge. Luke, am I right? I mean, he's got a wicked kick. I mean, he's been training. Um, he's got the lightsaber now, so who knows what to expect. Um, but I'm excited to kind of see what's to come. I don't know how many issues we're going to have. Are we going to get into the 60s like we did, um, I think, with the last run? Uh, we'll, we'll see. But um, what else? any other thoughts, Holly, about the comic? I think that that covered a lot of the big things that stood out to me. And you're enjoying the comics. I actually am. A lot. Yeah. I never used to be into comics. I was like, eh, it's all right. Like, I I could do with or without them. But, like, I don't know. I'm really enjoying these. Luke, I mean, you you were also not, you know, uh, the biggest of comic fans before. Never got into it too much. Are you enjoying these little little side quests? Definitely. It's, it's wild how we just turned... Uh, you know, one issue of a comic, which really doesn't cover that much ground, you know, in one issue into this like 45 minute discussion, which is really great. So I'm in, I'm definitely getting a lot more into the comics. I'm like near the halfway point on the first main line. Yeah. uh, And kind of working my way through that. And as deep as we could go with a lot of the stuff in this issue. Yeah. Um, eventually you get to points in those lines where they're just kind of fun, silly stories, adventures that the characters go through that, that don't tie in as much as this one did with the larger Skywalker saga canon. Uh, so it's not, it's not going to be like this, you know, if they go 70 issues, one through 70, yeah. uh, you know, you like anything, you, you take your little side detours and your side adventures and then it'll get back to some of this really great heavy stuff. Uh, so that's why you got to kind of stick around um, and, and go through to get all those bits. Absolutely. And I mean, one issue of this beats four issues of Allegiance. I mean, goodness. I mean, some of that stuff was okay, but man, that was tough to read at times. Um, so, yeah, but like I, this is this is this is what I love most about Star Wars is Luke his struggles and it's just this is some of my favorite star wars so i'm really interested to see what else i'm going to learn about it because i love it just for what it is you know five and six i mean four five and six obviously but um gosh what to to learn that your father is one of the hate most hated villains in the galaxy I, i just can't even imagine what that would do to you and you decide to save him it's bananas it's bananas and pajamas, and I love it. Um, it's what keeps me coming back every time to Star Wars. But um, what else? I uh, Holly, you're doing a you're doing a a Clone Wars watch, yeah. a rewatch for me. I was gonna bring that up. Come on, because I know you guys both, and probably yeah. literally one hundred percent of everyone listening. who's listening. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, I am just really late to the Star Wars game. It's fine. But okay. I've really been enjoying the Clone Wars. You know, yeah. my only experience of the Clone Wars before has been 
just one of the kids that I used to babysit would watch it all the time and it was yeah. on the Disney channel. And so I would get sucked into it. But I mean, the episodes were played so sporadically. I had no idea what was going on. No idea. I had no idea. No. So I'm really enjoying this. We're watching them chronologically. Yes. And so that's, we're skipping around. We are. But let me tell you, you, you weren't alone. And, and being confused just in the few episodes you saw. I saw all six seasons and I was confused <laughs> at times because this thing jumps around like crazy. And when they came out with the chronological order, Luke did his rewatch. He said, you got to watch it in chronological order. It changes everything. And damn it, Luke, you were right, my friend. I mean, even though I started out. What's that? Evangelist. You are my friend. Chronological order evangelist. Oh my goodness. Because I I was like, are we really starting out with episode 16 of season two? I guess we are. But damn it, the first few, you know, episodes in the the movie are on Christophsis and stuff. So it makes so much more sense. Um, So I am looking forward Mm -hmm. to watching it, you know, with just open eyes and knowing more so what's going on. Yeah. And this way you've already seen them. So when I talk through yeah. the entire episode, you're not well, missing anything. Yeah. No, and sometimes you know, I'm, I'm, I'm missing some stuff. Cause, um, but yeah. Uh, Luke, did you see when the clone wars animated movie came out in theaters? Did you see it in theaters? Oh yeah, you did. You did. Yes. Yes. I did see it in the theater and he was just as confused as <laughs> I did. <laughs> Well, but yeah, I went and saw it in the theater with a, you know several friends um, uh, from college, um, and but then I didn't pick up the series as soon as it started airing on TV. Yeah, and I, I don't even know if I like was paying enough attention to know that it was on. Yeah, and eventually I got wind of it that it like its existence as a series, and that it was on Netflix. But then it even took me a little while. You know, it was available on Netflix for a while before I then jumped on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had a stop start with it. So it, it, it took a little while to hook me, but then it hooks you and it, and it, it hooks you real deep. It does. But, uh, I think I mentioned this on, a on one of our prior episodes way back. Uh, I was really hoping they would put some sort of feature in Disney plus that would let you filter the menu screen for clone wars to yep. the chronological order. So you wouldn't have to jump the season around in the way that they released um you know by the actual episode order for the seasons uh i don't know if i need to like write a letter to bob Iger yes. at this point to suggest that <laughs> how, missed opportunity. how we get that in there but it's it is it's 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 so fantastic to watch the series now and i would say for anybody who's never done it and they want to go back and watch them go go do a chronological order and it's really key for like the first i think three three and a half seasons yeah uh, it's where they're the most jumbled i think and then kind of like season four through six is are, are fairly linear and they don't jump around as much. Um, but definitely for those first few seasons, it's, it's kind of all over the place and it is way more enjoyable to me. And you get all the connections that they that they do through oh, those yeah. episodes that got jumbled. You get those connections so much better when you see it yeah, in the proper order. So Absolutely. I, I can, I can talk about this all the time. And, uh, <laughs> we should do, record. yeah, we should just do a clone wars episode then. I mean, yeah, you probably have to do batches, but mm-hmm. yeah, like a little recap. Yeah, because. Like season one, season two. I think that would be. Fi- well, so that's when it gets difficult. Oh, well, yeah, because if we're doing it for jumping around. Yeah. Shoot. They didn't well, make it easy on us. Just do it chronologically the first time. Uh, but yeah. And for those of you that don't understand or are not even aware, maybe you did watch the Clone Wars and it's released, um, you know, order. 
StarWars.com uh, released a, a, a list of chronological episodes and, and how they um, chronologically can be viewed, and they'll make a little more sense, and it's the best thing that's happened to Clone Wars because um, it is very confusing, and, and you may have found yourself confused at all, with all as well with all the jumping around. So do yourself a favor and just Google Clone Wars chronological order, and it'll be the first Yeah, Star Wars up. actually came yep. out with a list where they tell you it's like you watch – Two ep- like you start out with two episodes in season two, then you go yep. to the movies. Watch the film, yep. And then from that point, it kind of jumps a little bit. But L- Luke said it kind of evens out once you get to season three. Yeah, and I mean, so far it's been fantastic. I've been engaged the entire time. Mm-hmm. I think that I've had a lot to say. Maybe we should do a Clone Wars commentary for the Patreon because yeah. I... Yes, uh, I could just be you alone. I never stop talking. I, you, there there could be no one else on the other end, and you will <laughs> talk about it. But I don't know. I'm really enjoying it, so I'm really glad that I'm getting into it. I'm really glad that we have Disney Plus because yes. I feel like it's given me a lot more insight yeah. into other things that have been happening in Star Wars Come or on. have happened. The world is opening. Wars. The galaxy is large. It's huge. There's and a lot to learn. That's right. And we were not one of those people that canceled our Disney Plus subscriptions uh, once The Mandalorian stopped airing. So. I mean, you have to watch Camp Rock a couple times <laughs> a year. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, is that why I saw it so much on your history? Uh, uh, no. Would you like to watch Camp Rock for the 30th time in a row? Yeah. Is, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Please hit it. Hit the Camp Rock music. I, I don't even know what Camp Rock is. Uh, it's like Jonas Brothers. And, okay, oh, anyway. Jesus. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense now. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah I've been enjoying I'm the Clone Wars. Uh-huh. You're cool. Yeah, sorry. That was pretty good. You're welcome. Joe Jonas, ladies and That's gentlemen. That's me. Well, he's not the coolest one. Nick's the coolest one. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, Luke's like, what the hell is happening <laughs> to the podcast? Um, yeah, so we're enjoying the Clone Wars. Um, I hope you guys are too, because we have supposedly till mid February. Star Wars Newsnet is is saying the seventeenth. Holly's not believing it yet, but that's that's the rumor right now that February seventeenth we are getting season seven of the Clone Wars. And with what we know now in the Mandalorian, I mean, this is gonna be an epic conclusion with the Siege of Mandalorian. Who knows what else we're gonna be seeing? Ahsoka's gonna be back. We're going to be seeing a lot of Mandalorians, Anakin, Obi-Wan, all of our heroes. It's going to be awesome. Um, Maul, it's going to be cool. So I can't wait um, to see what's going to happen. So we'll be talking about Mm -hmm. it in in a a month, a little over a month. Um, So anything else here from the the, the team? I don't think so. Just buy your copy of Phasma if you haven't read it already. Get reading that a couple weeks until we start talking about it. That's right, and it sounds like Luke's going to be participating as well. That is awesome. That's right. Luke, anything else? Any parting words? I'm just thinking the other uh, letter-writing campaign I might have to start is to get Caravan of Courage and uh, Battle for Endor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're not. Yeah, why not? Maybe that wasn't part of the Fox uh, acquisition. kind of came as news to me recently that my brother had never seen it so when he was in town uh, for the christmas holiday uh we watched it and uh had a had a great great time with that caravan of courage i'm saving um endor for for next christmas so uh we watched we watched the holiday special on youtube which neither of us had ever seen last christmas (laughs) we did uh caravan of courage this christmas and i said we'll do battle on endor yeah. Uh, 
Christmas. So the elder family there. tradition. I had to, to pull out my DVDs. Uh, yes. Yeah. Not yet. I, I, yeah. Add that to your letter. Bob, listen, if you're, if you're listening right now, these are things that we as Star Wars fans need. We demand. We, we need deserve that access. Yeah. We deserve this. Um, I, I'm glad he brought up the holiday special because Holly, you still need to see that. <laughs> I still have If you want to do the best commentary that you can do, it will be for the holiday special. Mm -hmm. So we will be sure to do that. I'm going to say that it's going to be a Patreon exclusive thing <laughs> right off the bat um, because that thing is trippy and we're going to have to have, you know, a good amount of beverages consumed to, to get through it. Good thing Luke got us that beer. That's right. Yeah, the the tall Ryan guys. I mm. cannot wait. Um, still chilling in my fridge, Luke. I'm waiting for the right moment. And Which it may would just be, be him being in studio. Exactly. Uh -huh. Still going to make it happen. Still going to find some child care for Luke to come in studio and get him on the podcast. Um, but yeah, so expect more guys from the Patreon with some exclusive stuff. That book club is starting. I know Holly's about to pick up Phasma, so you should as well and get in there. Join that Patreon if you can. If you can if you can help us out and throw a donation at us, we totally appreciate that. And like I said, if not, no worries. Just enjoy the podcast and keep doing what you're doing. Um, but get in that Facebook group. Now that is free access there and that thing is hot. I know I say it every week, but I cannot get over how much conversation is going on in there? How much respectful conversation? And those guys find a way to keep it nice and chill. But, man, it's sweaty, and they're throwing references. I'm like, guys, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just going to stay out of it because <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Um, but I'll learn it. Um, so, But they're so much fun, and, and everyone in there is fantastic. You know, people buying some flying casual swag and oh, showcasing yeah. it. It's freaking awesome. Putting the stickers on their cars. Getting the That's stickers. Awesome. Get out of here. This stuff, it's blowing my mind. We to see you guys it. doing that, is it just means the world. Um, so get in that group. It's it's a lot of fun. I, I, Facebook turned off my notifications, so I don't even know when stuff's happening anymore. They're like, there's too much. We're not even going to bother notifying you anymore. You guys broke the Facebook. Broke the Facebook. Um, broke the internet. But uh, yeah, get in there. You know, check us out on Instagram and stuff. Holly's always posting really hysterical videos of me being an idiot um, and the dog being adorable. So check those <laughs> out as well. And send us an email. You know, we're getting into some deep, sweaty stuff about Mandalore and, and all this good stuff. So send us an email. You know, send us a voicemail. Um, whatever you gotta do, I, I want to get people's, you know, get the word out, but what you you have to say, um, and that's going to be, you know, our, our Patreon guys here soon. So we're going to get a date set and be doing a special podcast with them on their topic of choice. Um, so expect that shortly, but I mean, I didn't think we could do it, but we did. It can be done. We went over an hour. I cannot believe it. One comic book. That's fantastic. Luke. Thanks so much, buddy, for joining us, Holly. A pleasure, as always. And friends, keep flying casually. May the Force be with you. See ya. <laughs>